Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. This episode of HR Oxygen is brought to you by Boss Builders University. If you're looking to train up your supervisors and managers, please check out our newest offering, The Art of Being a Great Boss. In this 13-month program, I'll be taking your managers through our driving results curriculum, and that includes topics on communication, performance management, motivation, delegation, problem solving, decision making, team development, and much more. These sessions are virtual, running one hour each month, and I'll do it using our popular sketch and seminar, graphic art and storytelling format. No boring PowerPoint, stale stories, and outdated tools and techniques. The sessions are engaging and provide tactical, practical tools that can be used immediately after the sessions. You can either have your entire organization take our program, or if you have just a few folks, join one of our open enrollment cohorts that start every other month. For more information, visit us online at thebossbuilders.com. One thing we've tried to do over the past year is to recognize important events. A few months ago, we had, according to the Hallmark calendar, I guess, our Boss of the Year contest because, you know, there's always these little holidays that get thrown in. I think they just are there so people buy greeting cards. We took it seriously, though. We figured if you're a great boss, somebody ought to know about it. We also had Administrative Professional of the Year, which we did that just a few weeks ago. And Denise Ewing was our uh, she was our admin professional of the year, and you could probably check out that episode. I think it's episode number 99. But there is also another recognition that needs to be dis- discovered, and that is the employee of the year. This was, I think, about a month and a half ago, and so we ran a contest. And the winner of the Boss Builders Employee of the Year is John Gibson from Mountaineer Gas Company in Charleston, West Virginia. So what we did as part of the recognition is we got together with John and also Sarah McClanahan, who is John's supervisor, and we wanted to talk about what does it take to be Employee of the Year. You're going to hear from John, you're going to hear from Sarah, but what I hope you take from this is that employees need to be recognized. They need to be recognized when they've screwed up and we need to get them back into compliance, but when they do amazing things, we need to recognize that too. And John Gibson is our A-plus performer. So we want to give John the floor. And this is a really fun interview. I think you're going to enjoy it. And I hope that you'll pay attention when we run these contests again. Because great performers deserve recognition. So let's quit talking about John and Sarah. Let's talk to them. You know what time it is. Let's go ahead and make sure that personal item's underneath the seat in front of you. Buckle the seatbelt. We're about to taxi to the runway. Should the cabin lose pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the overhead area. Please place the mask over your own mouth and nose before assisting others. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast, the show focused on the overworked, overwhelmed, and underappreciated HR professional. And now, here is the host of our show, the boss builder, Mac Monroe. This is a very special occasion. So as you know, if you look at any calendar you buy at the beginning of the year, there's always these little days that are in there, right? There's, uh, you know, there's Mother's Day, Father's Day. We know those. And then they have, you know, there's Admin Professional of the Year. And then there's Boss of the Year. And then somebody, I saw it this year, I think Lisa might have caught it. She says, you know, there's an Employee of the Year. We thought, well, I wonder if we should recognize Employee of the Year. So we put out the call to our subscribers and lo and behold, we had some nominations and the winner of the 2021 Boss Builders Employee of the Year is 
Mac, my, no, that's me. It's John Gibson. So John, um, I want to spend a little bit of time talking to you about your role and what you do. And then we're going to talk to the person who nominated you, which is your boss, I would imagine, Sarah, about some of the things that prompted. But we're going to start with the employee of the year. And so, John, before we send you off on your all expenses paid trip around the world on a cruise ship, um, I wanted to catch you before, you know, so you go home and pack. But uh, let's let's talk about you. So tell us what your role is there at Mountaineer Gas. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a uh, help desk technician, um, basically provide frontline IT support, um, you know, for a variety of applications, uh, anything technical related. <laughs> okay. And so tell us about, tell us about your background, how you got into help desk now. Uh, well, that's, that's a little bit of a long story. Uh, you know, I, I got into computers with my dad at an early age, um, long before any kind of, uh, graphical interfaces were out, you know, uh, you turn the computer on and basically you've just got a, a prompt on the screen. So, you know, you had to type a lot of code and, and I, I got interested in it with my dad, uh, you know, like I said, at a very early age back in the early eighties, don't want to tell my age too much here, but, uh, you know, and then I, I, I pursued a, a degree from Marshall university in the field. Um, and that's how I ended up where I am today. So long story short. Okay. So to, so, so was that, did you have other positions before you came to Mountaineer gas in this field or was this where you landed right after you? Finished Unfortunately, the time no, the uh, it, it took me uh, about 20 years to get on with this company. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I applied several different times. Um, I'm actually the third generation to work here and that's something I'm very proud of. Okay. Well, it's a fine organization. We've worked with you guys for a while and it is absolutely one of our favorite groups. So it's just nice to have uh, an employee of the year come from one of our favorite companies to work with. But John, taking us back to when your dad was teaching you computers. So you're talking about the monochrome monitor with maybe if you're lucky, a 10 megabyte hard drive. The old uh, five and a, what was it, a five and a quarter inch, truly floppy disks and all that. So, um, so that was intriguing enough for you to actually take it on as a career, I guess then, huh? It was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just remember sitting there with him. Um, like I said, he, he got into it. Uh, we, we were probably the, the first people in the area to have a, a color monitor. Wow. So, you know, when, when they first hit the market. So, um, yeah, like I said, I, I've been into it for a very long time, uh, long before Windows ever came out. And uh, it was just something my dad got into. It, it, it started out as a hobby for him. And the more I've seen him get involved with it, uh, the more you know I wanted to spend time with him and, and do the same thing. So do you find that uh, your people always refer to you as the computer guy or the IT guy? How do you feel <laughs> when you hear that? Yeah, great, actually. I mean, uh, you know, it, makes me feel like I, I know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You've got that purpose there. So when you, so are you a, I would imagine it's probably PC. Are you a true PC guy? Or are you a secret closet Mac person? No, no, I'm, I'm PC. Ah, um, okay. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think all of us started on that PC. If you started on a Mac, it's like starting driving on a automatic car with all the bells and whistles. The PCs were like the workhorses. Everything was manual. So Mac just made it a whole lot easier right. for people. But what is your favorite thing about being in this field? Uh, my favorite thing is just basically getting to see all the new technology, um, you know, getting hands on with technology. And and then, like I said, uh, being with this company, I mean, I'm, I'm 
very proud to have finally landed here and, and uh, kind of follow in, in, in my dad's footsteps as well, being the third generation to, to work for this company. And, you know, that, that means a lot too. I mean, we, we've all had different roles um, within the organization, but uh, you know, all, all from mechanic to now computer technician. So, you know, that, uh, it makes me feel very proud. Now you should be. Now, are you using off the shelf products or are there some, just dedicated things that you're working on that are unique to the gas industry. There's a mixture of both actually. Is there? Okay. Yeah. When somebody comes to you with a problem, what does the average typical problem look like when you get the call? That really just depends. Uh, you know, (laughs) there's a wide variety of things that could happen in between there. Mm -hmm. What's your, what's your favorite problem to solve? I I, I can't really answer that. I mean, (laughs) that just all depends really. Yeah. So is, is it the challenge of uh, researching out the problem that appeals to you or is it like saving the day? What are the kinds of things that say, man, this was a great day? I, I, I do always enjoy a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a sense of accomplishment as well when you can solve someone's problem and, uh, you know, something that maybe you're not even familiar with yourself and get to troubleshooting it and, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's a sense of accomplishment that way. Okay, good. So you're building your skills almost on the fly, I guess, in this role, aren't you? A lot of times, yes. Yeah. So for somebody, John, who says, you know, I really want to do what John Gibson does for a living, and maybe they're in high school now, what would you recommend as a path for them to be able to someday move into this field that you're in? Um, just determination, really, um, and always learning. I mean, because uh, the technology field is, is always changing. Um, there's, there's always something new. Uh, so you got to keep up with it. Um, you know, you, you really got to stay on top of things and, uh, not only learn the new stuff, but learn the old stuff too, you know, like where, where everything's came from at the same time, um, you know, to get where you are today, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's benefited you coming from, when everything was really basic back in the eighties to where you are now versus somebody who's going to step into this field now, having grown up with a powerful computer in their hand, way more than the old things that, you know, we used to work on back in the day. Well, that's, that's very true. I mean, there's uh, there is quite a bit of a difference. Um, but I, I think growing up as the technology evolved, I, I think I was able to get more hands on with it and, and just kind of get in at ground level and, uh, you know, build the skills as the technology was actually evolving. So I, I think that did help me quite a bit as well. Okay, good. Well, if you are thinking about moving into this field, there's no better person to ask than obviously our employee of the year. So John, <laughs> thank you for what you do and uh, for spending some time with us today. I do want to shift a little bit now because uh, you are obviously a very skilled person, but very much a person that does not like to brag on your accomplishments. So to help us with that little problem, I'm going to bring on Sarah now, who actually nominated you for this award. So, Sarah, I'm going to ask you, what was it about John that made you want to submit him for this award? I think John is a very great person to get this award. With the last year, there's been a lot of stuff going on. He was hired during the pandemic, and training was different. We had to social distance and help desk is a very hands-on type of job. So from a training aspect, I was kind of at a loss of, okay, 
am I going to be here? Am I going to be in the office with him? Are we going to be together? Are we going to be apart? And he took everything in stride. It was awesome. We got to sit only a couple days, the first two weeks together and him watching me, me watching him. And he sucked it in like a sponge. It was amazing. I'm so proud of him and how far he had to come so quickly that it's his sheer utter determination just to do well has been very prevailing for him. Yeah. Well, that's a big challenge. That's like an expansion team in the NFL winning the Super Bowl the first year in the league. So I guess we better expect a lot more wins in the future then, huh? Otherwise, uh, yeah, it'd be a short and sweet tenure there, I guess, huh, John? No, I, I, I plan on being here for quite a while. <laughs> That's good. Okay, good. So now that John is established, so we've seen how fast he's gone up to speed. Just from what you observe, Sarah, what are some of his real strengths in this role? He is very good at learning things on the fly. If I figure out something that, oh, I forgot to tell you this, I'll call him up and I'll just say, hey, we might not have talked about this before, but here's how we as Mountaineer guests do this. And he's like, okay. And he keeps rolling with it. That's great. Now, that's a good trait to have. So I think a lot of us think of people that have IT skills as superheroes, right? Because they come in and save the day when we can't find a folder or can't figure out how to make a table in Word or whatever. So if John was a superhero, what would his special powers be? He wouldn't have to wear the little speedo thing, would he? He could wear no. No, but he has to wear a cape. Okay, yeah, cape would be all right. Okay, good, good. So, what would the superpowers be? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think. I mean, he has excellent customer service skills, and coming in, and that's one thing I look for in help desk people is not only their technical knowledge, but how they interact with our users. Sometimes users especially get in a pinch. We have deadlines. Everybody has to meet deadlines. And the ability to come in and not know much about the background of anything and then calm a person down, fix what's needed to be fixed. Customer service superpower right there. Okay. That's a good one to have. Well, the last question I have for you, Sarah, and then we'll wind up our time together is, Let's let's talk, and we asked John a similar question, but from your perspective, what recommendations would you have for somebody who says, you know, I really want to stay in the IT field. I really want to move into help desk. What would you recommend that they bring besides just obviously the technical skills and hopefully an interest in good customer service? I think um, getting a good knowledge of what is out there right now, like Windows 10, printers, stuff like that, how that works, servers, um, that knowledge is great, but it's all knowledge. You still have to have good customer service. Being able to talk to somebody, especially when they're flustered or being able to calm them down, find things, keep your head about, that's the key, especially in help desk. Yeah. Now, do they teach that in schools or is that something that you just have to come pre-wired for? I think that a little bit of pre-wiring is necessary, but you can teach yourself good customer service. Um, I've gone through many classes trying to make sure that I'm prepared. I know that we've talked about taking and having John attend classes. 
there's always room to build on anything like that, whether it be technical or customer service orientated. So I think that it's always something that can be bettered upon yourself. Okay, great. Well, just from this, I think that we absolutely made the best choice in recognizing John and of course, thanking Sarah for, you know, going ahead and putting him in for this. But uh, I want to thank both of you for taking time out of your schedule today to chat with us. And again, John, congratulations on in your first year making a huge impact like that. And thank you, Sarah, for taking the time to nominate him. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the HR Oxygen Podcast. We hope you found something today that will relieve your stress, feed your soul, and pump you up to face another day. At Boss Builders, we want to let you know that we appreciate the hard work you do every day as an HR professional. And as a reminder, always make sure to adjust your own oxygen mask before attempting to help those around you. Be well.